You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the DNB Supply Show. So happy to have you with us this week. Really, really thrilled to be on the air here with you today. Hey, you know, we are right in the middle of the holiday season, and so we decided to go ahead and and put together an episode and talk a little bit about those in our communities who can use help. And of course, they can use help year round, but it seems to be this time of year that, that people start to really open up their hearts and give to these groups and these organizations more than we typically do. And I thought, you know, let's profile some of these groups and do our part to make that happen as well. So today we are going to have three separate interviews. The first one is going to be with a food bank that's serving northeastern Oregon. Really, really great interview there. And then a women's and children's shelter in the Treasure Valley of Boise, serving a three-county area, but although not limiting their services to those three counties, but primarily serving three counties. We're going to be talking all about what they do and what kind of needs they see this time of year. And you can take what you learn there right back to your community if it's not one of those counties that they serve. And then third, the Idaho Food Bank will have on as well to talk about needs for donations of food that we see over on the Idaho side of the DNB show uh, during this time of year. So hopefully we're covering needs and, and things that can be useful for all of us to give and to give back this time of year, all the way from Pendleton to Twin Falls and everywhere in between. So I'll tell you what, let's take our first commercial break right now and then we'll jump into the first interview. I want to uh, really devote a lot of time to those interviews and, and letting you get the best information out of this as possible. So right after this break, we'll jump in with an Oregon food bank. D&B knows that life in the West is defined by hard work, innovation, and constant improvement. These values made the West what it is today, and these are the values that have made Wrangler the defining Western brand since 1947. Wrangler apparel is designed to feel good in the saddle, look sharp at the rodeo, and work hard on the ranch. That's why Wrangler fits with classic Western heritage like a boot in a stirrup. For clothing that's a good value and steeped in Western values, stock up on Wrangler at your favorite D&B Supply. A well-worn pair of Danner boots has become a hallmark for hard-working and hard-playing people in the West, and everywhere else for that matter. Find your next pair of long-lasting, great-looking, made-in-the-USA Danner boots at D&B Supply. Hold a Danner boot in your hand, and you'll notice the handcrafted precision. Try it on, and you'll feel the difference. Test it against the elements, and you'll appreciate the value of a product that's built to last. From classic hiking boots to handcrafted work boots to fashion-forward looks to fit your daily life, stop on by D&B Supply to try Danner boots on for size. Joining me now is Tori Bowman, and she is the program manager at the Community Action Program of East Central Oregon in Pendleton, Oregon. Tori, thank you very much for coming on and spending some time with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Matt. Glad to be here. You bet. Well, I'm looking forward to speaking with you and finding out what the Community Action Program of East Central Oregon is all about and and what it does and, and how we can all kind of contribute and help you out this time of year. So if you could just tell us what your program is and what it's designed to do and, and how it kind of works. Yeah, absolutely. So Community Action Program of East Central Oregon, otherwise known as CAPCO, has many different programs. We have energy assistance, housing programs, work source programs, 
And um, the reason we're talking today, we also run the regional food bank for four counties, Umatilla, Gillum, Morrill, and Wheeler counties. And all of our programs kind of um, help us get to uh, achieving our mission statement of assisting people to become healthy, independent, and safe in those four counties. So four counties, that sounds like a pretty large area. How many people do you serve? Well, so far this year, um, through the food banks and the food pantries in those four counties, we've served almost 50,000 individuals have received food assistance. Okay, wonderful. So a really big impact. Well, obviously, uh, we should all be helping out and contributing frequently throughout the year. But at this time of year, during the holiday season, people tend to think of this more. Do you see a peak in both demand as well as donations during this time of year? Definitely donations. Um, Everybody's in the giving spirit and it's the giving season. So donations definitely go up and they actually, some of the donations we get throughout this time of the year help us last throughout all of the year. So it's, it's definitely um, a good thing. And then need definitely does rise. I mean, you have people coming in out of town to visit family members and some people unfortunately get stuck and they need some help getting back to where they are. And we help tide them over until they're able to get back to their home or just many different situations. So yeah, the need does rise during the season, but so does the donations. So it all works out. Well, that's great. So you can take kind of the extra that you get this time of year and budget that out throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. It it lasts us through the year most seasons. Wonderful. Well, I want to talk about uh, three things at least. Uh, one, if if somebody listening is the owner of a business or they're involved in a an organization or a business where they might want to put together something together as a group to donate, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so it's pretty simple. Um, they can contact me here at Capco and we can set up a marketing system for them, whether they want to do a large-scale food drive or a small-scale food drive. Um, we have food drive barrels that we can bring out, and that often makes it very simple for people to just put the barrels right in their door and people drop the food off as they come into work or come into the establishment. And there's also fun drives that a lot of people are leaning towards nowadays just because of the ease of it. So we can, if someone contacts me, we can get it set up. Okay. And then how about an individual, somebody living in in your service area, if they just want to make an individual contribution, can they bring food items just directly to your office? Yeah. So you just come up and drop it off at our Capco warehouse, which is up by the airport in Pendleton, right before the Hill Meat Company as our warehouse is sitting right there. Just bring in the donation of any size and we'll give you a receipt and we'll be thankful for anything. Wonderful. Now, for the people out there who have never taken advantage of your services before, but they're hearing this and thinking, you know, I could really use a little bit of help this time of year, or we could use a little bit of extra, whatever that may be, how do they go about accessing those services? So we have 17 different agencies throughout our four counties that we serve. They're all listed on the CAPCO website under food assistance, and they can also always call CAPCO and we can direct them to their nearest food pantry or meal site. And when it comes to this time of year, is there anything in particular, if if you could have your way and say, please donate this, what would that be? We accept any dry, non-perishable items. 
Proteins are always in high demand, so canned chili, canned meats, different things like that. Um, We're also seeing a rise in the need for cooking staples, so things like cooking oil and flour and sugar and spices, different things like that are definitely high on the needs list right now. What leads to the, the increased demand in certain areas, like you're talking about flour and sugar and things like that? Why do you see an increased demand for that? We have found that people are not just making hamburger helper out of the box so much anymore. People are actually trying to cook full meals that will last and they'll have leftovers to take for lunch and things like that. And cooking staples, although they may be a cheaper item, when you are when you have nothing to go out and buy those with, they're hard to obtain and they're something that you need to make a meal. So that's why we're seeing the rise in that demand. People are just taking the time to actually cook a full meal now. Now, if somebody is going to be coming in and, and they want to make a donation of food, but they've got some other things they would like to donate, what else can they donate when they come to your location? We accept funds. Funds give us the opportunity to um, buy food from other sources that we have available to us for a lesser cost. So funds, we are always accepting of those. And any household items like clothes or anything like that, um, we usually direct people to the Salvation Army or St. Mary's Outreach here in town. They take those items. Okay. So if somebody's coming from outside the county to Pendleton to make a donation to you, at the same in one fell swoop, they could probably stop at the other place and make that donation as well? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, wonderful. Well, Tori, how should people get a hold of you if they would like to know more or would like to ask you questions that we haven't answered here today? Yeah, so the number to the Capco Warehouse um, is 541-276-5073. Wonderful. Well, hey, thank you very much for sharing this with us today, and thank you very much for what you do. Yes, thank you so much. Know what looks good with a cowboy hat, panhandle western apparel, and rock and roll denim available at D&B Supply. Over 70 years ago, Panhandle started putting snaps on their popular gambler-style shirt and soon became a runaway hit with cowboys and cowgirls everywhere. In the 21st century, they formed Rock and Roll Denim too, with fashion-forward looks and high-class jeans that fit any style. With designs both classic and fresh, get decked out for life in the West with Panhandle shirts and Rock and Roll Denim at D&B. There is nothing more iconic in the West than a cowboy hat. And no brand of cowboy hat that's better known for quality, style, and look than Stetson. Stetson's legacy dates back over 150 years. Since then, it's been turning out nothing but the best women's and men's hats in a variety of styles, from classic cowboy to straw and more. And for the real Western rider in your life, nothing makes them look the part better. Stetson Classic American Hats, available now at your favorite D&B Supply. Joining me now is B. Black, and she is the Executive Director of the Women and Children's Alliance in Boise, Idaho. B. welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Matt. It's absolutely my pleasure. Well, it's great to speak with you again, and we have known each other for a little while now, and I just, when I knew I was going to do this episode, I couldn't wait to have the Women and Children's Alliance on as well to talk about the great work you do. Thank you. It's uh, absolutely our privilege, and we always appreciate the opportunity to to talk a little bit more about what it is we do, mostly because we want to make sure that individuals know that we're here for them should they need our services. Absolutely. Well, let's start off right there. Let's start off talking about what it is that the Women and Children's Alliance does, what services you provide, and, and then we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Our mission statement 
is Safety, Healing, and Freedom from Domestic Abuse and Sexual Assault. And so I, I like using that as the umbrella under which I can then talk about the services that we provide. So when you think about safety for individuals who have experienced a traumatic event or are experiencing a traumatic event or, or not living in a good relationship, the safety components of what we offer, we have two 24-hour hotlines that can be called anytime, day or night, and they are answered by trained client advocates that can help an individual kind of better understand maybe what is going on with them and what services might be appropriate that we could offer them. So we have that. We have our court advocates and court advocate volunteers down at the Ada County Courthouse every morning, and they will actually help individuals who are showing up at the courthouse to file civil protection orders. And most of the time, they don't even know who we are or that we will be there. And again, those individuals are then met by a friendly face who will explain the process. They're not attorneys. Sit with them in court if they so choose, if they want them, and then also explain services. We provide safety planning. So, you know, getting a uh, civil protection order is a piece of paper, but that sometimes may not give uh, the individual enough confidence, and so they can go through and get some safety planning tips and some ideas about maybe how to better safeguard themselves and or their kids as long as they are still concerned about an individual potentially doing them harm. We then offer our shelter services, which is probably what we're best known for. And we do have two buildings now. We just finished a second one this year. And um, that will allow an individual to reside in in an environment where they know that doors and windows are locked, access is controlled, there's safety cameras, there's security system, and so it just can provide, again, another safety net for them. And so that will allow up to four months in emergency shelter and another four months in uh, transitional, so potentially up to eight months. All of the services that I've talked about, we offer at no charge because we don't want there to be any impediment to someone taking advantage of this. So uh, in addition to those safety services, what I call our healing service is our clinical staff provides that. They do individual and group counseling sessions. So we have two groups that are offered every week, and individuals can basically just show up and participate Tuesday night for sexual assault survivors and Wednesday for victims of domestic violence or abuse. And then we also have individual clinical sessions for both Uh, men, women, and children, and those are offered by our six master-level clinicians. And then I would say our kind of our final component is our freedom component, and that one I call our case managers our problem solvers because they work with individuals who are trying to figure out how they're going to move on, how they're going to take advantage of either our services or other community-based services in order to to build a a, a good lifestyle for themselves and many times for their children, because many of our clients do come to us with children. So that's that's kind of, in a nutshell, the full range of services that we offer. There are a lot of other things, education-wise, financial education. We have a thrift store that helps support our services and also provides items for our clients. But um, I would say those are kind of the nuts and bolts of how we can help an individual 
get away from and move through the trauma and hopefully come out the other end able to, like I said, help create a healthy lifestyle for themselves and their kids. Well, B, that is a lot. You provide a ton of services to the Women and Children's Alliance. And let's, I, I need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about how the community can help out and how things kind of look at the WCA this time of year, okay? Great. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at D&B Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop on by your favorite D&B Supply. With bitter cold days and nights right around the bend, make sure your animals have what they need to stay warm and healthy. For horses, that means plenty of water and the right nutrition you'll find in Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds from D&B. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds supplement hay to give your horses the additional calories, nutrients, and fiber they need to keep warm this winter. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds, available at your favorite D&B supply. All right, B. Well, now that we're back, I wanted to ask you, there's there's so much that the Women and Children's Alliance does. Uh, and here we find ourselves in the midst of the holiday season. So Thanksgiving is past. Christmas is uh, right around the corner. Do you see a spike in demands for your services at this time of year? You know, it's really interesting, Matt, and kind of counterintuitive. What we find is that the spike tends to happen after the new year because uh, families try to hold it together through the holidays. In spite of all the stresses, and there are lots of stresses for families that are not in a very good spot, Mm -hmm. uh, they do try to hold it together, particularly for the kids, through the holidays. So we'll actually see the spike after the first of the year. Gotcha. So this period of time is kind of the calm before the, the rough waters then, maybe. I would say so. Um, it doesn't mean that there aren't some very, very traumatic things that happen, that, you know, during the, this time period. Because, like I said, it is a lot more stressful, and I think part of what adds to the stress is all of the images that we see on TV and the advertisements that we see showing these great, happy families. They're all enjoying each other's company, and everything is just so fabulous. And of course, the worse you feel about yourself and what you're going through the more difficult it is to look at some of those images. Well, this time of year, the WCA makes a push for donations. Do I remember this correctly with the Giving Tree? Yes, we do. We are very fortunate in that we have the the benefit of the Giving Tree, which is downtown in the Boise Center Plaza outside of our convention center there. And we put tags on there, and those are tags with wishes from our clients and also wishes of things that the community can provide that will help us better serve our clients' needs and allow us to use the funding where it is most needed. So it's in-kind donations that help us, and that's a huge thing for us. And now, for somebody who's listening who cannot make it down to downtown Boise to get one of those wishes off of the Giving Tree, what are some of the types of things that you always need donated at the Women and Children's Alliance? And then what are some of the types of things that you need that are specific to this time of year? That's a really good question, and I appreciate that very much. One of the things that we can use all year long 
our gift cards in virtually any denomination from places like uh, a Shopco, like a Winco, uh, places that a client can, if they need something, they can go and buy it. So they're easy to store. Like I said, it can be in any denomination, and it allows us to fill some of their immediate needs in a very uh, in, in a way that is very respectful because they have the choice also in what they're picking out. Mm-hmm. So gift cards are awesome. Um, the other thing that is really helpful at this time of year are things like warm clothes, warm boots, warm jackets. Those are things that can always be used by our clients. Sizing, it depends on who's living in our shelter, but then we also make it available to other clients that may not necessarily be living in our shelter. So all those those warm, snuggly things, pajamas, those are helpful. Uh, and also things like twin sheets are also very useful and something we can use year-round as well as very nice during the holiday time. And you literally can have somebody who shows up and they need your help and they're literally there with just the clothes on their back. So extra warm clothes and, and supplies like that could be really important. Yes, it is. And, you know, the, the secondary benefit of that, which I didn't really recognize until I was in this work, is that having the knowledge that somebody that you don't even know has given these things to you, nice new things, that is very meaningful to our clients. And many times I've heard them say, wow, and they don't even know me and they're giving me this. It's, it's very impactful. And it is part of what helps them in terms of as they're rebuilding their own sense of self-worth. Now, how big of an area, a geographic area, does the Women and Children's Alliance serve? Well, we, we serve Ada County, Elmore County, Boise County, we basically do not limit our service area. We've had clients that have come to us from other states because the threat of lethality was so high that they basically needed to put a lot of distance between themselves and their perpetrator. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't ask somebody where they are living or where they've come from. Anybody who calls us, anybody who shows up on our doorstep, we will work with them to see what services we can provide. Obviously, we have some limitation in terms of capacity, but we don't really turn anybody away. Well, and the reason I ask is that our show is aired uh, all the way up to Pendleton, Oregon, and then Baker LeGrand, and then down to Twin Falls. So I just want to make sure that anybody listening knows that if you're not in an area that's directly associated with the Women and Children's Alliance, there is probably another organization like the WCA where you're at locally? And, and B, would you say that if, if this is reaching out to those folks, they, they should reach out to the local service provider in their area as well? Yes, I would highly recommend that. If you have access to the Internet, you know, you could Google and say, uh, type in either sexual assault or domestic violence service provider in the area. You can also call. There's a, a national hotline, and that would come up too if you Google that. You're also welcome to call our crisis hotline, which is 208-343-7025, and basically say, here's where I am, Do you, you know, can you give me some resources that I might be able to take advantage of? The important thing is that if you, if you need the help is that you please reach out and, and seek help. Uh, there are a lot of agencies like ours spread throughout the country, and the biggest issue, I think, sometimes is that people don't really know until they need us, 
and then they may not have heard exactly who was around in their area. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to overcome that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm very grateful that we have the opportunity to talk about this on the phone. The other thing for people to remember is that once they do make a decision to leave a relationship that they feel is getting violent, that is some of the most dangerous time, and that's the time to be especially cautious. And so I would also say from that perspective, it's the best and most important thing to do is to reach out and talk to somebody who is able to provide maybe some guidance and some assistance as they work to extricate themselves from what could become a potentially volatile and violent situation. Well, wonderful. Great advice, and thank you so much for that. For people who want more information on the Women and Children's Alliance, they should go to wcaboise.org or call that number that you just gave, correct? Yes. That would be great. All right. Well, B, thank you so much for spending the time and helping to educate the community about this, and I hope you have a great holiday season and, and everybody that you're helping out does as well. Thank you, Matt. You as well, and best to you and your family, and enjoy the rest of the year. Hamilton Carhartt started sweating the details back in 1889. Carhartt started to stitch together workwear made to stand up to steel, smoke, and the Industrial Revolution. Ever since, Carhartt gear has survived in the most rugged corners of the world and thrived in the harshest conditions at work or home. In 1959, a couple of fellas named Dutch and Bud set up their first supply shop in Idaho to outfit people in the West with only the best. When you need the stuff of legends, even just to make it through the workday, stop in for some Carhartt at your favorite D&B supply. With bitter cold days and nights right around the bend, make sure your animals have what they need to stay warm and healthy. For horses, that means plenty of water and the right nutrition you'll find in Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds from D&B. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds supplement hay to give your horses the additional calories, nutrients, and fiber they need to keep warm this winter. Neutrina Safe Choice Horse Feeds. Available at your favorite D&B supply. Joining me now is Karen Valk, and she is the CEO of the Idaho Food Bank. And really anxious to talk to you all about how we can get involved and, and what you need at this time of year. Karen, thank you very much for coming on. My pleasure, Matt. Nice to be with you today. Well, I appreciate it and really, really happy to be able to to speak with you and to talk all about the the need in your community where you're at. And I understand you are based in Boise. That's correct. The Idaho Food Bank has a a facility that operates out of Boise. We also have facilities in Pocatello and Lewiston. Okay. And through our network, then we're able to reach across the entire state of Idaho to provide hunger relief. That is great. Well, you know, I know that this is a service that is needed year round and it's it's desperately needed by some and we all kind of seem to tune into it even more at the holiday season at least that's the way it seems on my end is that really true you're right it seems that giving and um, volunteering those kinds of community awareness activities or they're just more front of mind during the holiday seasons and that's certainly natural when we're we're spending more time celebrating family and looking at um, community and how we can help our friends and neighbors but you're right hunger is a year-round challenge for us here in Idaho and we're really very um, fortunate to have the support from all of the friends and 
and uh, supporters here in the state. You know, the Idaho Food Bank is an independent nonprofit organization serving the state of Idaho. So we're relying on the generosity of the citizens, the corporations, different community groups to help with this mission. And they're very, really quite generous, for sure. Well, I happen to live in the Treasure Valley, and our, our listening audience is spread from Pendleton, Oregon, all the way to Twin Falls. Idaho, but I happen to live here in the Treasure Valley, and I've been to your food bank before, and it's really an impressive operation that you run there. Well, thank you, Matt, and I certainly appreciate the um, help that we get through the volunteers in our warehouses. You know, we're we're actually distributing about 19 million pounds of food throughout the course of the year, and that's, that sounds like a lot of food, and it is. The only way we're able to do that is through the um, help that we get through the volunteers, whether it's coming to our warehouse to help us with the repacking of all of that food that needs that extra help, or it's doing a food drive in your community, um, being available to help us at some of the different sponsored events where we've got that awareness raising and different donations coming in. It, it really is a reminder of what a generous state we live in mm-hmm. and how much Idahoans really do care about helping their friends and neighbors. Well, let's talk about how that gets done really quick. So you mentioned a food drive. So what is that and how does that work for the Idaho Food Bank? Oh, yes. There are um, really, we try to make this easy. So if you want to do a food drive, you can go to our website, which is at IdahoFoodBank.org. And there are different ways to give. And we have all of the step-by-step there, um, giving you ideas of how to promote your food drive, making it easy to know um, how to collect that food and then we can come pick it up or you can bring it to the closest Idaho Food Bank warehouse. Also listed are some of the most desired types of foods because as we're looking at providing food for families, we're really focusing on the nutritious food. So a food drive, which needs to be the dry canned or box kinds of food, those foods that are like canned meats and peanut butter, those protein sources mm-hmm. are really desired or the canned fruits and vegetables. So all of that is listed on the um, website. There's also an easy way to donate through our website um, through what's called a virtual virtual food drive where you can actually donate dollars and that are going to go towards providing the, the food to families. So lots of great information on the website for ways to get involved. Wonderful. Okay. And why are proteins so important this time of year? Well, they're actually important year-round, but even more so during the holiday years. We see our numbers of families in need going up during the winter months, and I think that's because, you know, the budget gets stretched a little bit more now. Our heating bills are going up, and Mm -hmm. we need to get coats and gloves and boots for the kids, and so those family budgets can get stretched, and we can supplement them uh, with some food, and that's going to help those budgets extend um, across all of their needs. And so we, we see an increase in the number of families who are needing our support. And our focus is really uh, on providing them with the most nutritious food that we can. Through our donation system, we see a pretty good supply of the fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, Where we're seeing a lower supply is in the protein areas, and that's why we're putting the word out to the communities to if you could focus on those areas and help us supplement with the proteins, it's greatly appreciated. Also, opportunities to donate um, turkeys and hams and uh, other holiday meats. This is that time of year when we want families to enjoy those traditional meals. Mm-hmm. And so we're encouraged, encouraging the turkey donations 
to your local pantries. Um, if you don't know who those are, they're listed on our website. Again, idahofoodbank.org. You can find a list of all of the pantries by community. And if you'd like to donate a turkey rather than bringing it to the warehouse in Boise, if you live in CUNA, you can take it to your local food pantry right there in CUNA. Makes it just easier and quicker to get to those families. But really encouraging the donation of those turkeys and hams as well. So now for the individual donor, for the person who's listening to this show and they say, you know what, I... I just remembered, I want to do that this year. I want to take some some stuff to the Idaho Food Bank. Can they just show up or do they need to schedule an appointment? How does that part work? No appointment is needed. Stop by any time when it's um, convenient. We're open Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. till 5 p.m. Actually, even into the evenings, Monday through Thursday, we have volunteer groups who are here until 8 o'clock at night. So you're welcome to stop by anytime. Yeah. Regarding people who want to donate food, but they've got other items they want to donate to, uh, gifts, clothing, things like that, do you collaborate with other service providers in the community to, to help facilitate that, or how does that work? Oh, absolutely, yes. We have very strong partnerships with other nonprofit organizations like the Salvation Army, um, Boise Rescue Mission, all of the, those other nonprofits. We're really focused on serving much of the same population. So if we've got access to provide them, get the coats to them or other types of, of donations, we absolutely will help to facilitate that and make sure that those get to the right place. Wonderful. Well, Karen, thank you so much for what you and your organization, your board of directors, and and all of you do for our community. Really appreciate you coming on, and thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Oh, thank you. My pleasure, and thank you to all of your listeners for the very um, generous support as well. That's what makes this all possible. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the D&B Show, I'm Matt Breckwald.